So I was hanging out with Christopher earlier today and my feet were really cold, right? And they've been cold all day. I've been in like my apartment, um, but I wasn't cold, just my feet were. And I was playing God of War, I was distracted, right? And then as the day goes on, I like realized that no, I as a person am cold from the core and it's miserable. So I am getting into the car to meet up with Christopher for a second time. And I'm like, you know what? I'll put on the heat because the, the heat will remedy this situation. I'll no longer be cold. But it just turned me into like a hot pocket where my outside layer was very toasty and crispy and, and miserable. And my inside layer was so cold it hurt. <laughs> and so I was just in my car miserable no matter what I did. So I put it on an even like 75 and it just it just it just felt like death. And that's how I've been existing. That's why I'm wearing long socks with the shorts because my feet are still cold. I was going to say, how are you feeling right now? And are you giving us all the flu? No, no, no it's not because I'm sick anymore. I was sick. Oh, OK, yeah. great. Yeah, I've been fever free for like uh, 72 hours. Fever, oh, fever flu. Oh, I'm not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore my mumbles. Although uh, what you described sounds to me like a Scott pocket. Uh, uh, I don't. I yeah. I want, no. I'm, mm. Here, here's the thing with the Scott Pocket. Uh, Great play on words. <laughs> Sounds like my butthole. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to And These Are Mine, a podcast with four bros that all have different opinions, but they're all their own. My name's Chris. I'm Scott. I'm Hunter. And I'm Billy. Guys, what's going on this week? Well, Dead Scott. <laughs> Deadpool's going on. Did you like it? I loved it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my asthma is asthma-ing from China. Um, <laughs> but no, it was really good. It was, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as the first one. The first one was super consistent across the board. Um, this one tended to have its highs and lows. But overall, like a super fun movie. Really enjoyed it still had heart which i was worried about it not having deadpool one had a lot of heart yeah which was yeah really surprising this one did too yeah this one you can argue it might have had a little bit more because they focused and this isn't a spoiler but they focused a little bit more on the the darker inner workings of deadpool's brain and his thoughts which are a great huge part of the comics and first movie was more light and fun i mean it had a lot of heart but it was more you know your first introduction so you can't drop that on people immediately but in this one it, it worked really really well um and I, I don't disagree with Scott. I, I I also loved it. I think that when it's great, it's better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, there's so much to love in this movie, and I will not spoil it for anybody, including our, our dearest Chris, because he has not seen it yet. Um, but there's a lot going on in this movie to the point where if you've seen a trailer, you've seen maybe 5% of the movie. Like, there's a lot you don't know. Still yeah, really but- funny. Yeah, oh, funny. yeah, it really was hilarious. funnier than the first one, in my opinion. <laughs> like it was, the laughs were harder. I it agree. was more of an ab workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, just start to finish, you're completely into it, right? And it's hilarious. But this one, it's like Scott was saying, the ups and downs and everything. Uh, the ups are up, like yeah, really up. There were yeah. some painful laughing, like scenes oh, where yeah. I was, I was red in the face. Uh, I was also sweating profusely because that was the hottest theater I've ever been <laughs> in yeah, my life. I think if I saw it again, I'd actually like it more. Um, but or, between, or if you like, saw it in an air-conditioned theater, maybe? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I was, like, still recovering from my China plague. And <laughs> and it was so hot that I was like, oh, no, is my fever back? And so I was, like, thinking about my illness, not Deadpool's 
illness. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny you bring that up because I sweat no matter what. So I was just like, oh, another day for Billy. <laughs> that actually makes a whole lot of sense that it was really, really hot in that theater. So how does this film play compared to what we just all got off of, which was Infinity War? Stark contrast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nothing like it. Yeah, very, I enjoyed this one. I, oh, <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't enjoy Infinity War. I just, if I had walked in an hour and 15 minutes into Infinity War, I might have enjoyed it more. Which is funny because to me, the first hour and 15 is probably the best parts of the movie. It was too jumbled for me. I, I walk in and I sit down and it's like, here's these guys for two minutes. Here's these guys for two minutes. See, here's I love these guys that. for two minutes. Here's I these absolutely guys love that. I, I thought in regards to the jumping around into the different pairings that were created for this movie, I thought they actually had a good discipline on that. I didn't. Two minutes, I think, is a little underselling it. Of course. I feel like, yeah. The, I'm speaking in hyperbole. You I never. <laughs> uh, but I thought they did a good job of that. Um, but yeah, a stark contrast to, to Deadpool. Deadpool, it, it it moves. It has a really good pace to it. There's very yeah. little that lulls in, in the second movie, which is really good because lulls can kill a movie. Uh, yeah. um, as good as the goods are, if a lull is there and it's too long, it really brings the whole movie down. Especially on a comedy like yeah. this, like an action comedy. Yeah. You cannot have a lull in it. Yeah. No, and this one does a really good job of that. Like uh, you said, the, the highs and the ups are really, really high in this movie. Uh, and when it's funny, you are in pain laughing. Yeah. Um, well, one thing I'll say, and no spoilers again, keep your eyes open. There yes. is so much just under the surface level of this movie uh, that you didn't know, which is really, really cool. That's actually really cool. And the whole month of May is like absolutely insane for film. I feel like 2018 for film in general has been stupid good. Like it has been, um, but in a weird way, at the same time, it hasn't. Like it has been because the movies that have come out and have been big and have done well were great. Right. But the movie, the year kind of belongs to like, five movies yeah like it's been black panther ready player one yep infinity war a quiet place which i still haven't seen but it's i think it really yeah, i haven't either i think i'm gonna go see it tomorrow yeah it is really really good i may be done yeah oh yeah yeah i mean this would be in the middle of the day oh then i'm not yeah down. <laughs> i'm gonna go see that cool. solo podcast speaking <laughs> of solo dude solo this friday I, there's there's a there's a like it's weird there's like a groundswell of optimism building for solo i feel like even more so now that it ha it's had its premiere and people have seen it yeah. um any any worries have kind of been quelled the big thing is people saying oh is he the right choice to play solo harrison ford has big shoes to fill and kind of across the board every review has just been like you know after the first initial few minutes of seeing him you're like no yeah that's han solo i'm in let's do this you know what's interesting about that point is uh my girlfriend really was not on board for solo because every time the commercials come on she's like he doesn't look anything like him why would they this is stupid there's got to be people who look better than him and she was like not feeling it and then she was going to work and heard a commercial on the radio for solo where she's not seeing him and just hearing his voice and she goes oh <laughs> huh now i'm down that's that interesting it's really interesting because yeah. she heard it and it sounded like him and she is just the, not looking at his face and going that's not my harrison ford and it's also difficult because you have to straddle that line over someone being the character versus someone impersonating the character yeah right because i'm reading star wars bloodlines right now which is really enjoyable um han doesn't have a huge presence in the book but when he is in it it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's what you'd expect Han to say. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying too hard to capture the character. Mm. So that would be very easy to do in this film as well. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was actually not very optimistic about 
him as Han Solo until the most recent trailer, yeah. where he got a little bit more screen time. And now I'm all in. This is, I think this is going to be a really great fun film. Yeah, I still think Donald Glover is going to steal the whole thing. Oh, without a doubt. I, yeah. I have no doubts about that. How how do you guys feel about these anthology stories that basically take place in between two sides of a timeline that you already know? So you already know, hey, Amelia Clark's character probably not going to survive the film. The characters in Rogue One probably not going to survive the film i mean it's an interesting place to do it because your hands are tied in the long run yeah um especially the closer you get to the original trilogy the less likely we you know these characters have a happy ending yeah um but at the same time if you find a way to tell a story in that bubble where you're still telling an interesting story with a, a fresh take on it then kudos to you like if ron howard pulls that off in this movie which i've heard one thing solo does better than Rogue One and in, as terms of like the side spin-off stories is this one doesn't beat you over the head with heavy exposition. They said this one is a, a caper movie. It's an adventure movie. And I'm like that's what this movie needed to be. That yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> now my question is is how much did Ron Howard get to change compared to Lord and Miller who were there before? I have heard 70% of the movie is Howard's. Wow. Yeah. That's a good chunk. That's a lot. That's well, more than just, I expected. Not just that, but that has to give you a little bit of hope, too, because it's like, this is Ron Howard. He's got a pedigree. He knows what he's doing. But did he have enough hope? time? Oh. <laughs> you know what? All I want as this movie is to go see it, and after that, just have happy days. Oh. What time do you want to see that movie? Like, <laughs> 1 o'clock? 2 o'clock? 3 Wait, o'clock? Well, Rock. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I want to I put both of you on Apollo 13 and not give you the supplies to make it home. Wow, <laughs> man, what, coming in high. What a pull. <laughs> Similar to Apollo 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a pull like that can only come from a beautiful mind. Oh, God. <laughs> I want everyone listening to understand that none of us have children. And yet these dad jokes are so natural. Oh, they feel so, so right. It's so, it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. It just feels wrong like you say it and then you just feel dirty but no, like, i feel good like a, like a wholesome dirty it's is like there a, such a thing as wholesome uh, dirty? i'm gonna need to break down wholesome dirty <laughs> hold on let me get my beard and my pipe you lay down on the couch let's talk about wholesome dirty <laughs> you know it's like it's like oh, what i said wasn't necessarily bad but i just don't feel right after it's, i say it it's like a dreamworks film yeah uh, <laughs> It straddles the line between adult humor and kid friendly. Like, it's like a Shrek. Yeah. DreamWorks. Like, well, that's DreamWorks. But, I mean, right. Shrek is going to be the first thing that comes to mind yeah, for me. Yeah. Or Kung Fu Panda or other DreamWorks things. Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. Never saw it. No. I've seen, like, the sh- I've seen Shrek and Kung that's Fu Panda. That's a DreamWorks movie. Oh, I, or were we just listing DreamWorks movies? Or were we listing DreamWorks movies that people have actually seen? Hey, Monsters vs. Aliens <laughs> wow. is really good. <laughs> Seth Rogen's in it. Just because Seth Rogen's in it doesn't mean it's a good movie. Will Smith was in that one fish film, but... Hey, Shark Tale's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Will Smith does not a good movie make. All right, he's an amazing actor who did uh, Wild Wild West. He is amazing. And MIB. Don't you... You're not bad-mouthing MIB, are you? No. Okay. I'm saying he's an amazing master... he is bad mouthing Wild Wild West. Like, oh, I'm very, I'm very much yeah. bad mouthing Wild Wild West. Got it. Yeah. No, Men no, no, in no. Black is a modern classic. Yeah. Men in Black is an absolute modern classic. Yeah. I I agree with this entirely. Just pretend two and three never existed, and you're like, that's a solid, solid one movie thing. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That totally didn't have. You know, it'd be cool if we had a sequel to it. Might be no one, no one. Nope. nope. God, that'd be Don't great. I wish more movies, and I'm not. 
I'm not patting Fox on the back for this, but I wish more movies would have a Days of Future Past scenario where they're just like, hey, remember how we made some sequels? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, guys. We're just going to... It never happened. Let's introduce the broader movie-going audience to retcons. Let me just... We're going to lift the rug and just sweep the sequels underneath it. They never happened. <laughs> that guys. was a bold move. It really was. It, yeah, But, like, it made me happy at oh, least. Oh, yeah. Like, you you just wholly admit, hey, remember that movie we made eight years ago that was terrible? Doesn't count. Head <laughs> yeah. Practice. We're sorry, actually. Actually, did you guys hear about that? One of the, one of the delete, or one of the cut scenes uh, for the post credit scene for Deadpool 2 was going to be more of Deadpool interviewing people for X-Force, and one of them was going to be Chris Evans no, as the Human Torch. That wasn't going to be in the postcards. That was going to be during the interview sequence. Oh, really? Yeah, they're oh, actually going to have him come in as the Human Torch. Oh, my um, God. That would have been amazing. Apparently, it wasn't even a Disney saying no thing. Apparently, they were just like, you know what? We can make do without it. They've, you know, they had enough other good things. They had Peter. Um, yeah. Well, they said the Peter thing was one of the things. I said, you know what? I feel like the people we have and Peter are enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and Peter me. Peter was it. Oh, Peter was great. Peter is Peter is the heart and soul of the X Force guys. <laughs> I feel like Peter's one of those memes that Reddit is going to turn on after a certain amount of time. Just to. Just I, don't, a, I don't think so. And really? He's he's uh, he's just a nice, wholesome guy. It kind of felt like a Ken Bone thing. You remember Ken Bone? We all remember Ken Bone. Chris. Yeah, but Peter's a fictional character who doesn't have a Reddit account full of really messed up things. Oh, yeah, that's right. I also, Peter that. just is Ken Bone. Like, if you look at him, it's just <laughs> Ken Bone. Maybe that's where they got the idea from. It might be. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ken M, though. Oh, Ken M. Ken M, if you guys have never seen Ken M, he's just some guy who leaves comments on, like, is it Yahoo or it's, it's it's everything? Yahoo, Amazon, like, literally any yeah. forum-based <laughs> comment review website. And some and, of these comments are absolutely amazing. And his comments aren't inaccurate. No. They're just very clearly nowhere near what the recipient was expecting. <laughs> and it's spectacular. So there's a subreddit called Ken M that's just a bunch of Ken M things that people have found online and it's amazing. <laughs> but what might be better is there's a subreddit called not Ken M and it's a bunch of people that aren't Ken M doing Ken M comments. Oh God. <laughs> there's no way we're going to be able to do him justice either because he's a genius performance artist is what he is. <laughs> he's just, there's no rhyme or reason to what he comments on. It's just, you'll be seeing a review of like a telescope that somebody bought on Amazon and they're talking about it, and then Kenan will just talk about how aliens couldn't have possibly started life on Earth by coming on an asteroid. And he'll give, like, <laughs> it's like, it's tertiary to what oh, you're talking about. it's super adjacent. Yeah. It's, like, right next door, but it has nothing to do with it. And it's it's hilarious, but talking about it is not going to do justice. <laughs> yeah. So do yourself a favor and look up Ken M. So, yeah. so for example, Ken M once sent a message to the Chuck E. Cheese Facebook wall, <laughs> and the comment simply reads, how come Chuck E. Cheese don't have a big theme park like Disney? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that, that really is it. That's it. He's like the Banksy of comment sections. Oh, <laughs> ooh. he is like a gorilla artist. Yeah, that, that is a good way to describe it. He, he sees a shot, he takes it, it, and then he disappears. That's goodness. <laughs> so I started something this weekend, and I don't think I'm going to regret it, but I'm actually excited about it. I started playing Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes. Okay, real quick. 
how many Legend of Zelda games have you played prior to Breath of the Wild? <clears throat> uh, zero. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I'm fine with right? this. I'm yeah. fine with this. Yeah. So I started playing Breath of the Wild this weekend. I got about four hours into it, and then I left the initial like tutorial zone. And it was really interesting. The the gameplay mechanics are very much like Nintendo is extremely famous for like not teaching you a gosh darn thing. Like it's really just you're going to learn how to do something. What you need to learn is super, super easy, super, super simple. And then it's going to be impossible to master without hundreds of hours of gameplay. What I found about Breath of the Wild that I thought was really interesting was that they even take it like a step back farther than that. Like it's just, hey, here's how you move. They do just start with here's how you move. And that's it. Yeah. Like literally I went five hours into the game and I kept getting like little items like uh, spicy pepper. And it's like and the little description for it says, hey, when you add this to a cooked meal, it uh, does all this stuff, too. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm sure I'll reach somewhere where somebody will teach me how to cook something. And then I just walked up to uh, a fireplace that just so happened to have like a cauldron on top of it. And then I was like, all right, let's try to talk to it. And it didn't do anything. I could sit down in front of it. And that was it. Hey, Mr. Cauldron, how you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so looks really? hot in there. <laughs> really funny story about the cauldrons. So when the game launched, uh, the cooking mechanic wasn't quite the same as it is now. So now if you go and cook something, uh, it literally just says, like, press A to cook when there's an item in your hand. And you throw it into the, the pot. You used to have to accurately place it into the pot. Oh, no. And so I was just like, I was like, oh, man, I bet this is how you cook things. So I went up to it and tried to place my food in the pot. And I missed, and it rolled into the fire and burned. <laughs> I was like, oh, but well, I guess the, this isn't how you cook. <laughs> that's the thing, though. The game does not even tell you that you can hold items. No, you literally right. have to go into your inventory, select an item, and then, oh, hey, there's a button here that says hold. I have no idea what this means. But the game does reward you handsomely once you finally figure out how to cook. Oh, dude. Because that song that plays when oh, you're cooking yes. is fantastic. There's a little, yes. little, little jingle that plays oh, while amazing. you're cooking, and all the food bounces to the jingle. Yep. And you can hear Lincoln. <laughs> it makes the six hours it took to learn how to cook worth it. Oh, yes. absolutely. And I, and then you spend about 20 minutes. Because at this point, like I had collected hundreds of little items to cook with. <laughs> and so I'm just like, well, what combinations can I make? So I spent about 20 to 30 minutes cooking in a video game, eating no food in real life, and not cooking at all in my kitchen. How is this any different than the entire month that you and I played Overcooked? This <laughs> sounds a lot like it. That is entirely true. For those of you who need a party game to play, Overcooked is the maybe the best party game. Or if you have a friendship, you really want to end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's no, like I, the I monopoly like or risk of video games. Oh my gosh. So Overcooked is just the top down. It, Breath of the Wild is great. So Overcooked. <laughs> Overcooked is this. Gloss over game of the year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for putting the button on that one, Chris. Yeah. So Overcooked is this top-down game. Uh, it's just one screen, and it's uh, two to four players, and you could run around a kitchen. And sometimes the kitchen has like weird stuff in it. Like sometimes you could be kick- kitcheningng in the middle of like an iceberg or something, and like or on top of a moving vehicle, or on top of a moving vehicle, and so. Or yeah. there's a ghost that's moving the kitchen around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or there you know, are like a regular kitchen. Or there are rats that come in and steal the food, stuff like that. Again, just like a regular kitchen. Uh, but it's super interesting because it's just completely top down. And then depending on how the levels are structured, one person can only do a handful of things. And then the people on the other side of the map can only do a handful of other things. So like 
Hunter might have to give me the lettuce that I then have to chop. Then Hunter then has to plate and then deliver the hamburger. It was it was painful. It's frustrating and infuriating in the best possible way. Oh, it's way. so good. It's just like that one that one inch away from throwing the co- the controller, but you don't. You're like, no, I got it. I yeah. got it. And then also, you get to be animals while you're doing this, which is completely unsanitary. Hunter played as a raccoon in a wheelchair. Yeah. He was a chef. <laughs> <laughs> raccoon in a wheelchair. Chef. Yeah, that's true. That's the important part. Scott. But it's really nice because, you know, diversity. Yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, I was an orange inclusion. cat. Yes, well, yeah. you and you played the game. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's, it's that's just an apt description of you. Chris is currently licking his hands and then grooming his sideburns. So. I, I told you not to talk about it in front of people. Oh, well, we're not in front of anybody. Uh, I mean, you point. gave up the right to talk about it in front of people when you just started doing it in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty apt uh, statement there. Scott and I were talking about this earlier today, and I think it's a really cool question. If you only had one video game console for the rest of your life, which video game console would it be? Is it like any ever or like current gen? Uh, any ever, including current gen, can't be PC. N64, easy. Yeah? Yep. Why? I can, You someone can walk into my house right now and say, you know what, PS4, I'm taking it. Xbox One, I'm taking it. I'm like, cool, just leave GoldenEye and No Mercy and uh, Mario Kart and... Uh, Ocarina it. of Time. I don't know if you played <laughs> yeah. it, but Ocarina of Time. Pokemon Stadium. One of the most revolutionary games of all time. I'm really, gonna, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reason there are 3D action adventure RPGs now. It, like, it, it's Ocarina of Time. Yes. Mario Kart 64. <laughs> yes. Smash Brothers. All of these original games, like, Smash Brothers. Yes. Mario Kart 64 is not a reason to choose the N64. If you're going to choose a kart racer to justify why you keep an N64, you're going to choose Diddy Kong Diddy Racing. Kong you're right. Yes. Diddy Kong Racing. I'm one of the few people that disagrees with that. Well, it I mean, might be because I never had Diddy Kong Racing. It, is, it because, like, is it because you like 2D sprites over 3D models? You, yes. don't, you don't get present day Mario Kart without Diddy Kong Racing. 100%. True. Like, Without that, Mario Kart 8 is just cars. Like, yeah. There's no There's no anti-grab. Yeah. There's no underwater. Yeah. There's no gliding. Like, you, you have those three sets of levels in Diddy Kong Racing. I distinctly remember going to Best Buy and seeing the nine CRT monitors as you walked in. They're all cascaded and mosaic <laughs> together. And right under them is an N64 that's playing Diddy Kong Racing. And you can walk in. It's like, oh, do I want to do an underwater uh, race today? Do I want to do an in-the-air race today? Or do I really want to shake things up and take an underwater vehicle on a land race? And, mm. oh, so great. So, Did- like, you wouldn't have... Oh, never mind. That comparison justifies your argument, not mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, two sequels or spinoffs of Diddy Kong Racing that were also glorious, Banjo-Kazooie and mm-hmm. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Mm-hmm. Conker's Bad Fur Day was a spinoff? Conker was one of the characters in Diddy Kong Racing. I knew that, but I didn't know Conker's Bad Fur Day was a spinoff. I well, think he it's was... more because he's a rare character, so he yeah. was in Diddy Kong Racing oh, that's fair. rather that's than fair. being an actual yeah, spinoff. Not a spin-off. I mean, Conker I was really... from Rare, right? Yeah, that's what he literally, exactly. literally Scott just said. said. Oh, I thought it meant like rare, like rarity, not rare. Like studios. rare, medium, well done. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got to eat your squirrels like with a exotic. little bit of red on the inside still. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so you would say N64. Uh, easily, yeah. Okay, Hunter. Well, I mean, it's N64, 
I I don't own one and haven't since the nineties, but like still, it's it's. I don't think that matters. I yeah. think that's. I feel like the the happiest gaming experiences of my life were on the N sixty four, because uh, all the games he said, uh, Super Smash Brothers, I lived on that. Uh, WrestleMania two thousand oh and No God. Mercy, those those were the best wrestling games ever because mm-hmm. they were so easy you just hold a to grab them and then you wiggle the stick to do your special move <laughs> like the, yeah, the, the mechanics of that same game. thing i did in college by the way exactly what i mean just perfect dark which was just golden eye but with a lady and an alien and like, better and better i i liked perfect dark a lot i know that golden eye is like the primo it's it's like you gotta love the first one, but I, I really enjoyed Perfect Dark. So what? Do you okay, think wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so you're saying that Perfect Dark is better, but you like Goldeneye more? No, I'm saying that like you have to like Goldeneye more. It's the ex- it's the socially accepted. Oh, buddy. Okay. Ooh. Scott's got fingers in his air. In, in his, his air? <laughs> no, in his air. No, in, 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 the, in the air. In the air. Yeah, in, in the general vicinity of We've him. Just so so wait, Scott you're saying us. that you have to like Goldeneye more because without Goldeneye, you wouldn't have Perfect Dark. But you're saying Diddy Kong Racing is better than Mario Kart, even though you wouldn't have Diddy Kong Racing without Mario Kart. Yes. Hypocrite. <laughs> 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 yes. I know who I am. <laughs> this is America. Things don't have to make sense anymore, guys. That's a very fair true. You say whatever, whatever you want, and it's very, true. It's very, very true. Um, in the N64, I believe, also had Star Wars Episode One Racer. Yes, yes it, it did. did. Yes, Ooh, and, I, and Rogue Squadron. Oh, uh, did it have was Rogue it? No, yes, Rogue yes. Squadron was on... Rogue Leader was on... Was on the GameCube? was on the GameCube. There was like, one on okay. the N64 where I got Squadron. to tie up the, a, the uh, ad ads. Oh, yeah, that, that was Shadows of the Empire. No, no, yes. no. Shadows of the Empire was, was the one that had had some like video gameplay. Literally, the first level of Shadows of the Empire, you are on Hoth and you circle around ad ads. No, no, no. I get that. But Sh- Rogue Squadron also had ad ads. Sniping. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Guys, I just just since you can't see it, I'm going to push my glasses up the bridge of my nose <laughs> because of how nerdy we're being right now. God, so, those those '90s Star Wars games were so good too. Like oh, every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. It, yeah, it didn't matter really. if it was Super Star Wars on the SNES or X Wing or Tie Fighter on the PC. Yeah. Every single one of them the, were the amazing. The PC games were spectacular. Yeah. Dark Forces, the original Dark Forces. Oh God. Okay. Well. So, Anyway, just to not take Billy's Nintendo 64, I'll go with Super Nintendo. You don't have to change your life because of me, but I want to. <laughs> I want to be better for you. Um, God, I want to do. I, I'm going to say Super Nintendo because that's not something I loved it when I had it, but I rommed it so much. Like, yeah. It, later in life, yeah. that I played everything you could possibly play yeah. on the Super Nintendo, and yeah. for like being nothing compared to today's standards, the Super Nintendo had the best games it's it's some of the best rpgs yeah it's arguable it's arguable that the the super nintendo probably had the best catalog of games oh and like just a plethora of games so many games and they're all really really good a link to the past to go back to like legend of zelda that game i play once every two to five years just to like 
play it because I'll forget everything that happens in it. And You'll it's, just play it on a ROM? Yeah, I'll play it on a ROM, and it's yeah. just, it's, the puzzles get me because I wait long enough to forget how they work, and mm-hmm. I still get frustrated, but it's, it's so good. I used to play, like, Japanese Dragon Ball Z games on it <laughs> nice. that I didn't know what they were saying in the interludes, but the games were great. It's a good system. I mean, Super Mario World. Super Mario World is my favorite Super Mario game of all time. Over 64? Yes. I love Super Mario 64. Yeah. This one over Super Mario World is everything. Not to cut Scott off before he jumps into his console, but I have a very hot take on my favorite Mario game of all time. Go ahead. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Really? The one on the Wii? The one on the the uh, DS. The DS is the best one. Really? I don't think I I played that one. Oh, it's so good. Like that introduced the 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 differing the mushrooms, mini like mushroom the, and the mega mushroom, mega mushroom, like the whole the size of the whole screen, right? Mini mushroom where you're like a micro microscopic speck. I played that game more than I thought humanly possible. I loved that game so much. So fun fact: I don't know if it went by the exact same name, but the mini mushroom actually first appeared in Super Mario Kart. So all of the CPU opponents in Super Mario Kart uh, had one item that they used. And for Toad and Princess Peach, they both spread, uh, spat out a mini mushroom. And if you ran over it, you turned super tiny and you could get run over. Nice. There was there was also in Super Mario 64 where there was the same level, but you did it as a big Mario and as a little Mario. Really? But that had no mushrooms. Yeah, there was one level where you went to a room and there was a picture because in Super Mario 64, the way you got into your levels was to jump into a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they brought it back in Odyssey. It's fine. But you go into one room. And then if you turn left, it was the same level as if you turn right. It was two different pictures, but you jump in one and you're minuscule, uh, but you're doing the same level. And you jump in the other one on the other side of the room and you're ginormous. Uh, It was fun. That's really cool. Okay, Scott. Uh, So it's odd because several of my favorite games of all time are on the N64. But my only system, if I had to pick just one, would actually be the Xbox 360. Good catalog on that. So yep. the, the really strong catalog. Xbox Live it was Arcade. What a seven-year console lifespan. Yep. So it just has a massive catalog. Mm-hmm. It has the only Halo, Halo games that truly matter, which <laughs> is all of them but two or five. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Mass Effect trilogy is some of the best storytelling in games. Period. Still, um, yeah. The little gems that really went under the radar and didn't get the credit they deserved, like Vanquish and some of the other smaller, like, Platinum games. Um, you know, they got a lot of the HD upgrades, so you have a lot of the PS2 ca- catalog, like Silent Hill 1 and 2, the entire Metal Gear franchise, except for 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really, really, really great system with an amazing catalog, and probably the best controller of all time. Very comfortable controller. Yeah, super comfy controller. I'd also say that the 360 is probably the first perfect multimedia console. Yes. yes. You could do yeah. everything with that thing. Yeah, you you could do great. everything and, and, and easily. Yeah. It, it's the best multimedia console except for one thing. HD DVDs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was yeah, good at that. It, it was good at that. But <laughs> it was just a bad thing Nobody to else be cared. good at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I thought about this uh, during the day when we talked about it earlier, Scott, and I think... I think I think I'm gonna go with the Sony PlayStation Two. That was my backup. Was PS Two? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the, the Sony. Backup for my I'm backup. gonna go with the Sony PlayStation Two. Is the first game or is the first system where I really got into a shooter, and that was SOCOM Two: U.S. Navy SEALs. It was an excellent, excellent game. It's the first time I like played online with people that I didn't know, and my parents freaked um, freaked the hell yeah. out. 
My first online game was on the PS2 as well. Yeah. It was SmackDown vs. Raw. Um, <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk Underground and Thug 2, both on the PlayStation 2. Uh, also it, Tony Hawk 3, 4, 4. Uh, yeah, 3 was on 2. Oh, 3 has the distinction, I've, and I've mentioned this fact before, and it blows my mind to this day. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk 3 for the PlayStation 2 is the highest rated PlayStation 2 game of all time. It's tied with one other game, that's Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> That's wow. Tony Hawk 3. Yeah. It's it's almost perfect. It's, yeah, I mean, is, yeah. Which is, perfect. side note, also why I picked the N64, because I get their amazing catalog, and I still get Tony Hawk 3. That's it's true. perfect. That's, that's it, true. It is a dumbed-down version of Tony Hawk 3. But like, still, the levels are different, but, still but it's still great. Yep. The PS2 also contained uh, Kingdom Hearts, the original mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. which, whew, that you talk about a beautiful game, beautiful music, beautiful story. That music is just phenomenal uh, in, King, in the original Kingdom Hearts. But for me... Uh, you look at Ace Combat 4, Shattered Skies. That was a wonderful game. Spectacular game. Oh, absolutely amazing. And then uh, finally, like for me, it's it's Gran Turismo 4. I know everybody loves Ace Back, uh, which was Gran Turismo 3. Oh, Gran Turismo yeah. 3, Gran Turismo 3 was an absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolutely amazing racer. It's the pinnacle of online simulation racers at the time. But Gran Turismo 4 was absolutely amazing. But it also featured... Uh, something that I don't get to tell people a lot about much. Gran Turismo 4 featured a mode called B-Spec where if you were in the middle of like an endurance race, you could go into go into the pits and switch over to your B-Spec driver. And then that AI computer driver would, just like a driver change in a real race, take over for you and start driving around the circuit. So in 2004, uh, the game had just come out in February. So in 2004... I uh, I did the 24 hours of Le Mans as the 24 hours of Le Mans were going on. Full 24-hour sequence. Hunter and Scott both have their hands in the air. So does Billy, but I did mine first. Okay. It's true. There's races where people change to drivers? Yeah. Endurance racing. What is... I, can you... I'm... I don't know yeah, nothing so in, about this. Yeah, so endurance racing, so like the 24 hours of Le Mans, the Rolex 24 Daytona. Yeah, just keep saying 24 hours of Le Mans. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, the car runs for 24 hours, and a driver will drive that car for three, four, five hours at a time, and then they'll go into the pits and switch out with another driver who will then keep that car going for, for that whole that whole uh, length of time. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a great test of car endurance. It's where car manufacturers basically have dick waving contests. It's a lot of fun. So it's like a relay race. Pretty for much. Cars. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Except except yeah. Except the car is the relay marker. It's the relay race for drivers. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Scott. Yeah. So you like Grand Grand Turismo Four because you don't have to play it. No, 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 no. Oh. Just, no, no, no. That experience. That's interesting. That I'm experience. Play Rome Total War and just let the computer figure it out. <laughs> I love yeah. SmackDown too because I could simulate matches. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just that experience of running all 24 hours of the 24 hours of Le Mans while the actual race was going on at the exact same time. You it know, was it was a really cool experience. So I we, have seen Chris sit here and play a hockey game where he's the manager. So, that's true. <laughs> I love the NHL right, series. <laughs> so basically, you like Gran Turismo 4 because you could second screen a real life race? Way to be ahead of the curve, Chris. Yeah. Like, <laughs> second screen didn't become a thing until like, like with 2011? The, <laughs> with, with, with the race in progress, yeah. Well, But I could also control the race at the same time. So I drove probably uh, 16 hours of that race. Ah, the God Complex. 
Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. control it. No, no, no. I let the I let the CP I only fell asleep for like three hours during that twenty four hour period. That's a safe thing to do while driving. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. The, the beast the beast spec driver was driving at the time. It was actually cool too because like the a big problem with endurance racing is that you have a car attrition. Like cars will break down in the middle of it. And my controller broke in the middle of me driving. I was on the back stretch and all of a sudden my controller curtain uh, turn curtain could not turn right anymore. Do you fill that Brita filter? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't turn right anymore. So I literally had to unplug the controller, let the car just coast down the backstretch and plug in a different controller and keep going. So it was, a, it was the whole thing was a really cool experience. I choose the PS2. You guys can go suck it. You had can, to like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Can you imagine if that happened on the PS1? Because then you wouldn't be able to plug in another controller. Oh, that would oh. so bad. But oh, if you're fighting gosh. Psycho Mantis, you have to take the controller out and put it in controller port two. Yes, that is, that is correct. That's a Metal Gear Solid reference. Uh, yeah. Which, speaking of PS2, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 were fantastic. 2 is wonky. 2 is wackadoodle new new. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to quote Appliance Direct yeah, Man. You want Appliance Direct no. It's in the box. Um, 2 was crazy pants, but it was a great game. But 3 was amazing. 3 was Snake Eater, right? 3 was Snake Eater with that sick 1960s James Bond spy yeah. soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Great I remember standalone song. I remember watching, uh, I remember X Play on G4. Yeah. I remember Lightly, watching the yeah. review for Snake Eater. That a whole episode where they where they reviewed Snake Eater. It was a good time. Do you remember video mods on MTV? Yeah. Where they would take like popular songs, mod video games, and make the characters dance to it. Yep. To make music videos. Oh, there so, was so much World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Franz, Franz Ferdinand's Take Me Out was to Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, there's a Missy Elliott song to SSX3. There is uh, my introduction to Taking Back Sunday was in, I think Silent Hill 2, uh, one of their songs. And I, I just distinctly so remember. I distinctly remember when Pyramid Head came out. Just you know, cute without the E came on. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. No, it was it wasn't that one. I'd have to look it up. But there was a that was my introduction to Taking Back Sunday was video mods on MTV. It's it was a pretty cool thing. It was a pretty, pretty cool thing. Yeah. And then there was more World of Warcraft. <laughs> there, was, there actually was a lot of World of Warcraft. Because that was like the go-to for everybody. Yeah. Did any of you guys play World of Warcraft? Never. Uh, I played it once. A I bunch played of it. friends at work were playing. I played yeah, it once, but my computer broke a lot. Ah. Uh, so a bunch of friends at work were like, Scott, you should play WoW with us. I was like, all right, 10 years later, fine. Like, I'll give in. I'll try it. Um... I started up. I started up as a Pandarian. They're just like, no, Scott, that's the one thing you can't be because now we can't come play with you. Oh, God. Uh, fine. So I started over again, got a different character. Uh, I made it into the world. I was, I teamed up with my friend. He's like, all right, you got to go like run around and do all these things. I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this is, this is all right. He's like, yeah, it's going to get so fun though. And you get to like raid and do dungeons with us. I'm like, oh, sweet. How long did that take? Oh, not long. Just like 25, 30 hours. And then I turned <laughs> off my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Scott, where'd you go? Where'd you go, Scott? Scott! I played WoW for, like, maybe eight months, maybe a year. Um, not, like, <laughs> aggressively, like how some people play, mm-hmm. like, MMOs. But I was like, I remember I'm like, oh, it must have been shorter than that. Because I, all I cared about was, like, oh, I'm going to get to level 40, and then I'm going to get my mount, and then I'm going to get to go places quickly, and I'm a troll, so I get to ride a dinosaur. It was like a little raptor. And I was so excited, and I grinded, ground, grinded? Grinded. 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 I, I grinded. think you grinded. You yeah. not ground. I did not ground. Well, I grinded hard and I did what I Unless could. Unless you were grounded, 
like you were a ground for electricity at the time. Or like I couldn't leave my house because I had done bad stuff. Or if somebody grinded him, then he would be ground. Or if he was drinking coffee that was ground. Yeah. Right. Or if he was the floor. Did you ever get to level 40? I Were did. Were people walking all over you, Hunter? <laughs> because then you would be the ground. Always in every aspect of my life, guys. <laughs> um, I got to level 40 finally, and I got my mount. And then I got to level 41, and I was like, oh, I got nothing to look forward to anymore. And apparently it gets real. It got really good. This was back in the – that was level 60 was the cap at the time. Close to vanilla days? or Yeah, it was like early. Okay. Not super early, but like first expansion early. Gotcha. Um. And I got to like level 41 and it was like, I got to do how much to get to level 60 and start doing this stuff. I can't, I can't do this. I just can't. And also I'm not good at like communicating with people in video games. And then you have to start communicating with people. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I'm from I, the nineties. Yeah. I, I really enjoy like some of the kicks I've gotten playing MMOs. So like I did like, growing up, I did Silk Road and then I jumped off the Silk You were a drug dealer? No, the, 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 there was an MMO called Silk Road. Where you were a drug dealer? No. <laughs> no, there was an MMO called Silk Road. It was like a WoW knockoff. And then there was uh, Guild Wars. I loved Guild Wars. I played Guild Wars for like one and a half weeks. Guild, Guild Wars was amazing because it focused more on the build. It had a level cap of 20 and there was no subscription fee, which was, I really enjoyed that. I well, like yeah. I like the fact that I didn't have to spend money, but it made me feel good. So, Scott, yes. I, I think it's time for everyone's favorite segment. And I think it's time for the no prep top five. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two very like tragically funny things about my no prep top five. <laughs> wait, uh, hold on, wait. So, so one of them <laughs> Top is five that... anime deaths. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe number 14. <laughs> um, no, so one of them is I had no idea this episode was going to be so video game centric because this is a video game related no prep top five. I'm not against it. Um, yeah, pretty and the, the second uh, tragedy of my no prep top five, I will reveal in a second. Um, the, the subject is... Top five sports games. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, no, here's the thing. There's a caveat. Um, no. <laughs> Motorsports don't count. Oh, Chris is out. Fuck. And, and the, the funny thing is, is that I did that because I thought if Chris started ranting about motorsports, it wouldn't be entertaining. But we already did that this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you know, the reason why is because where do you draw the line, right? Because arcade racers clearly aren't sports games. Sims are, but they're like so technical. It's like, well, I really like Forza Motorsport 5 instead of 4 because they introduced the dashboard glare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Man, so, <laughs> you sounded just like Chris. <laughs> Furthermore, I think we have a new character for Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually really enjoy racing Sims. I, I do play them um, not as much as Chris, but a decent amount. Um, but so... Anything is on the table except for motorsports, and I will even include uh, wrestling games for you guys. Oh, you yes, you will. Because yeah. <laughs> um, that so, goes most of mine. So right there. Like one game. So <laughs> any sport, whether it's extreme sports, whether it's Ooh, yeah, I'm back. Okay. whether, <laughs> whether right. it's uh, simulation sports, arcade sports, as in like arcade versions, like a lot of the early Super Nintendo sports games, stuff like that. So I, I think this will be really fun. Um, I'm going to go to Chris first. Okay. Because A, he's to my right. And B, because he probably has the biggest grasp on this subject. Yeah. Okay. So uh, 
my name's Chris and these are mine. Um, <laughs> so do we have to choose a specific in the series or can we? Uh, you can. Okay. I, I say probably no more than one per series. Is that fair? I would. Yes. Yeah. I don't want it to be Forza 1, Forza 2, Forza 5. That would be breaking Number two five, roles. The show 15. Yeah. Number 4, the show 07. <laughs> Number 3, the show 18. <laughs> uh, well, no, because then I would just choose the franchise as opposed to a specific game. Uh, yeah, pick, pick a, uh, a specific game if you can, yeah. but franchise is fine, too. All right, fair enough. Uh, in no specific order, we're going to start with probably my favorite, which would be NHL. The NHL series, specifically NHL 18, is the newest one. EA Vancouver uh, develops this. It is an amazing simulation of hockey, and it plays so well, and it has plenty of sliders, so you can make the game play however you want. I freaking love it, and it is absolutely amazing. Uh, notable games in that series were NHL 09 when they first introduced the skill stick, which is basically you just use the right stick to to control your s- hockey stick. Pretty nice. Pretty much describes itself. <laughs> um, uh, NHL 13 was really, really strong, uh, but NHL 18 is amazing. It's got uh, be a promo. So you, basically you just play one position and you're playing as yourself and you get drafted. And it, it's it's a great series. It's so much fun. Uh, presentation quality is amazing as NBC Sportsnet. Uh, in it uh, with Doc Emmerich and Eddie Olchek. It is an incredible series. Scott, you look like you just farted. <laughs> so, I, I reached for my phone and my foot is cramping so hard. <laughs> oh my God, it hurts so bad. His feet are cold. His feet are cramping. <laughs> Scott, do you have the sugars? <laughs> uh, next up, I'll go Thug, the original Tony Hawk's Underground. I loved Tony Hawk's Underground. It was absolutely amazing. I know a lot of people love Thug 2. I really love Thug 2, but Tony Hawk's Underground was amazing because it had that story mode and you created your character and you could customize your board. I think, was, was that the first time you could customize your board? Mm, or was that in 4? I'm going to say no. Um, it wasn't in 3. Okay. So, so it wasn't in 3. Character customation, customization was, started in 3, though. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you basically made your own... Like, I signed a birdhouse, and I made sure I made my own birdhouse board. And I was... It was, it was really cool. Next up would be SSX3, because it is, without a doubt, the best snowboarding game on the planet. Every four years when the Winter Olympics come around, I get this huge urge to play a snowboarding game. And... You know, I, SSX3 greater than sign Cool Borders 2 for the PS1. And it was, Although, still a great game. Oh, no, Cool Borders yeah. is pretty solid. Uh, I'll go with uh, MLB The Show next. Uh, probably the, the most recent version I play is MLB 14. It's pretty standard year over year. Pretty solid baseball sim. Not too... Actually, nope, taking it back. I am taking it back. Backing it up. It is Sunday. Yep, nope. We are going... <laughs> <laughs> we are going back because I have... I have my last two. Oh, man. My brain, my heart and my soul and my brain just went in so many different places. Backyard baseball. Nice. Backyard baseball. Humongous entertainment. Absolutely amazing. I I played so long. Pablo Sanchez was the shortest little guy with the greatest power on the planet. It was the most fun. Hunter, you looked at me confused. Give me a time frame. I'm I'm thinking I might have played this if this was in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Yes, that's exactly when it was. Then yeah, I probably it was played a, it this. was a cartoony game. You remember the Putt Putt series or Pajama Sam? It's all by the same developer. It had the same art no. style. Yeah, no. Backyard Baseball was absolutely amazing. It was an absolutely incredible game. 
It was basically just little kids playing backyard baseball, but there were little little uh, kid commentators and there was a little kid scoreboard and everybody had really cool moves and stuff. And that game is absolutely timeless. It's one of those games that just like uh, like the original Roller Coaster Tycoon, where I'll like want to go back and play many, many years later. It was just a, such a fun experience. And of course, they expanded it and did soccer and baseball and basketball and hockey. Of course. Yeah, but but the original Backyard Baseball was absolutely amazing, and I love it to death. And then finally, I'll go Super Bases Loaded on the Super Nintendo. It was a really fun game. It's incredibly difficult. It is the most easy time killing baseball game it is for the super nintendo it's a baseball sim so to speak but it is absolutely fun uh real quick plays you can you can knock out 10 minutes game it was the ultimate hey i don't want to play mario on my super nintendo ramen class game and it was (laughs) it was awesome so there you go three baseball games snowboarding skateboarding and hockey nice yeah it's got a real winter feel Yeah. yeah this is billy and these are mine um all right so let's see i'm gonna start with a baseball game um and it's a franchise but i'm also gonna single out a specific one because it's my favorite in the series but the franchise is all-star baseball for the nintendo 64 Uh, i think i played this one okay first one was 99 um i forget who was on the cover of it but 2001 is my favorite um it's a an amazing game jeter dark jeter was on the cover number two Um, yes Um, but the reason i love this game so much and a lot of a lot of systems and and games have adapted this but this was the first time where it was so practical um when you were fielding your c-pad was your 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 throws yeah so c right was first base c c up was second so on and so forth you know playstation did that with the mlb series you know the old 989 baseball games super but, bases loaded actually yeah. did it too but that was the only controls you had mm-hmm. whereas the n64 took the uh, liberty of a and b were your bat and um you know switch fielder and stuff like that but to throw to a certain base it was just your c-pad which was awesome and i i absolutely love that convenient Um, it was really great and plus the mechanics in the game were great um if you were pitching use the c stick to kind of point exactly where your your throw is going to go it was i it was one of my favorite baseball games ever and i i I grew up loving the mlb 989 playstation games but 989 studios dude they made some killer baseball games they also made some killer uh nfl game day Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. uh, playstation Mm one was an absolutely amazing series it was the first of two studios that ever challenged madden Mm -hmm. uh the other one being the espn franchise from uh, 2k i forgot about the espn games yeah the 2k one where you could be a running back in first person mode yeah what (laughs) yeah 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 that actually sounds interesting (laughs) yeah so 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 nfl 2k4 uh was the reason was 2k4 2k5 was the reason that ea bought an exclusive license to the nfl so they wouldn't have any more competition oh wow yeah all right. Um, so ahead. that's my number one. Uh, so it's also baseball 2001, but the whole franchise as a whole is just incredible. Kind of like a, a game changer in a way. Um, number two, Cool Borders 2. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. Like the downhill is good. The mm-hmm. pipe, everything about Cool Borders 2 is great. Complete with, I had this rhythm of when the menu would start, I would time it. So it was with this cool, here we go. Yes. I always, I always <laughs> yes. Start before he finished. <laughs> Like clockwork. every time, every single every time. time, to the point where my mom was like, "Will you shut up? Put in <laughs> headphones or something." 
back when TVs came with headphone jacks. They were and wonderful. I love how in that game the menu select was like a barrel on fire <laughs> <laughs> or a broken down gate. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so good. Um, I, I love that game so much. Um, the big air competition in that game is still like my favorite. I, I, uh, I found a ROM for it and I will play it incessantly. Um, so that's my number two. My blood boiled a little bit when you said SSX was better because it's not. Oh, except that it is. It's not. It's not. Look, guys, there's opinions. They differ. (laughs) And this one's mine. (laughs) Um, Number three is uh, it's NBA Jam. Like, yeah, does. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought I was going to make it to me and be able to bring that one up. (laughs) I was going to say, this is a shock to nobody who's ever been to the video game bar here in Orlando. If you play one, not a surprise in any way, shape or form. Oh, wow. That that means we also forgot about Blitz. (laughs) We just stopped stopped taking all of mine away, Chris. Um, Hat tip to the better. You're the only person who's gone. You're the only one that forgot. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's actually a really good point. Um. NBA, for me, NBA Jam narrowly edged out because I put those two together because they're in the same vein of extreme reality. Over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Not realistic, but fun as all hell. And same creator. Uh, they're both Midway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jam, Midway. Blitz, and Hits. And yeah. Hits, yeah. Yep. And there's a baseball one, too. There was. There was one. Um, uh, so, yeah. So NBA Jam narrowly edges out Blitz on mine. So edge is not, uh, Blitz is not on my list. Blitz 2000 for the Dreamcast almost made it because I played oh, that man. game forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then my number four, I've mentioned it earlier, should be no surprise. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Yep. Right. Like the perfect levels, the perfect set of characters, one of the best soundtracks. Yep. Like I, that's a game I, I've very rarely while I sit there and beat a game with every character just because I'm like, this is fun as hell. Yeah. I just want to keep playing this. Like, and then you would play as who, oh God, was it Wolverine and, Wolverine was in. Oh uh, no, Wolverine was in four. Who uh, was Spider Man? Spider Man. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Spider Man was, was three. in two. Spider Man was in two, and Wolverine was in three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because Wolverine would stab the yeah. board. He would do yeah. like an ollie. And he would yeah. Um. So Wolverine, and then was it Maul? Was it Darth Maul? Yeah, it was Darth, Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two like big hidden characters you can yeah. play as. Um. Oh, God, I love that game so much. Like, it's hard to pick a favorite level. Like every level is so good. The airport is so good. Airport. The, oh, Tokyo. Airport. Tokyo is great. The suburbs is great. Like, oh God, I, lo- I love. What made me happy too is you could play in. You know, it was a DLC level later on. They reissued it for the PlayStation Three in uh, like a, you could download it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you can get a uh, Tony Hawk's Three version of the warehouse from Tony Hawk oh, One, nice. which to me is the the greatest level of all time. Right. Yes. Like, do a backflip over the pipe where the secret tape is. Like yep. everything about that level is the best. I that, love that level. And I played that level so much that I'm sure you guys did too, where yep. I could beat every objective on one run. Yep. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. 100%. You know, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one who would, as soon as you go down, you go right, go up that, like, you know, the half wall, do a flip over the pipe through the glass, get the secret tape, grind that next rail all the way around and be like yeah hey, yep. i'm yep. done yep got all my points got the yeah. secret tape we're done <laughs> um so that is my four i can be here all night talking about tony hawk's force here three so we will not but i guarantee you this one my number five is on no one's list um, looney tunes b-ball no no it is a game for the playstation one okay. called 10 pin alley I played this, I think. So it, motorsports isn't on this, but but bowling is. Yeah, deal with it. <sighs> Bowling's a sport, dude. 
Also, there's like one bowling game, so. <laughs> <laughs> we um, sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, the 10 Pinale, it was a game I didn't even know about. Um, uh, personal bias aside, my uncle worked for the company that made it. So he was like, oh, Billy, we just put this game out. You got to try it. So he brought the copy home and I was in love. I was like, this is incredible because the bowling mechanics on it were great. You can control spin. You can control speed. You can control your bowler placement on the lane. Um, an amazing soundtrack to when I was a kid, I thought Bush did music for this game. <laughs> they did not. But whoever they paid to make music for this game really channeled Bush. <laughs> this game was also the game that made me realize that. And I don't know why I even tried this, but I did. If you put a PlayStation 1 game in a CD player, it plays the soundtrack. It plays the soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I didn't get a I didn't get a CD player in my household until like the year 2000, but I got a PlayStation in like 98. <laughs> and when I got my very first CD, Beastie Boys Hello Nasty, nice. I had to play it in my PlayStation. That's nice. a hell of a first CD. Mine Is was, that not a great CD yeah. for a first CD? Mine was It's Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Yes, Are you it kidding was. Me? No. Mine was the first one I ever bought for myself was Dookie by Green Day. The first one I ever got at all, so it was a gift, was Space Jam soundtrack. Uh, yeah, Both yeah. great choices. All right, brief interlude. First one I got as a gift, Billy Ray Cyrus's Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, first one I purchased. Miley's dad? Yes. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> first one I purchased for myself, I was actually like six, and it was a Charlie Brown jazz CD. Um, <laughs> but then first CD I actually sought out as like a teenager was Dookie by Green Day. Nice. Mine was mine was All We Know Is Falling by Paramore. No, it was a Riot. It was Riot. I didn't buy CDs. <laughs> I came out like 2006. Uh, Riot was 07, yeah. Yeah, again, I didn't buy CDs. I had a lot of tapes. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of cassette I had a lot, I had a lot of, I had a lot of burnt CDs. You guys keep talking about Dookie by Green Day. I had the cassette tape <laughs> and i had insomniac nice and nimrod all cassettes nice i miss cassettes cassettes were fun they were cassettes are a good time cassettes taught you how to be patient because like you just had to listen to this you had yeah, to listen to right. it because it would take longer to guess when the next song started right. than it would to just, just play through the play. song yep unless you're listening to like rush <laughs> until your dad got that ca that car and his car had the next button and it would oh, it would yeah, like it would guesstimate yep. how soon until the next song started mm -hmm. and it would it was never quite right but it, it was, was close, close enough, enough. Yeah. right yeah so you could miss that one song you hated and the really nice thing about cassettes were once you press stop that song's waiting for you yeah you that's back true it, it's right exactly where you left it there's no no if 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 ends or buts about it it's just there waiting cassettes all right um, so yeah quick recap um tony hawk's first skater 3 10 pin alley all-star baseball 2001 um cool nba borders. jam and cool borders 2 nice nice that's a good right. list a, very, a, a variety too yeah a lot that's of yeah we, we've had a lot of variety so this far. is actually one of my favorite no preps because there's a lot of variety yeah this is one of your favorite of the three we've done <laughs> four there's this been a lot fourth. of content in is those this three the fourth? this is the fourth this is the fourth mine was wing flavors billy was i haven't done one this is the third this is the third this is the third because <laughs> it's the third episode <laughs> that's what i was confused I was like, did i miss one because <laughs> i don't think we did it on the fake episode i don't know we didn't do it on the no we didn't do it on the the fake pilot never to be released <laughs> it will never be released <laughs> okay I'm Hunter, and these are mine. Yeah, you said it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number one is now for me, and this is these are in no particular order except for this one, which is number one. Uh, it is definitely not on any of your guys' lists. It is uh, 
Super Mario Sluggers for the oh, Wii. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. This is a Wii Mario baseball game. Yeah. I don't need to go any further. You know how good this is already <laughs> just from oh, that. Oh, no, I played it. It was amazing. It yeah. is fantastic. You can play it two ways with the Wii. Uh, you can play it the way that Kim played it, where you just hold the, the Wiimote and shake it. And literally... That's all you got to do for most of it is just know when to shake it and then shake it as fast as you can to run. Uh, or you could do it with the nunchuck. What a great allegory for life. <laughs> know when to and do it as fast as you can. Yes. <laughs> so you can play it that way or you could play it the proper way where you plug in the nunchuck and you have to like steer your guy when you're running and you have to like aim and everything and what I really liked about it is that it's fun, it's silly, it's beautiful. Um, I love the way that when the game ends, he goes, that's the ball game! <laughs> <laughs> that makes me super happy. And it was, it's one of those, it's like the only game I've ever been able to play with Kim where it's like, we're playing and there's like competition because yeah. she'd play it the, just the shaky way and I'd play it the other way and we could actually play against each other because that woman does not play video games. <laughs> just a quick like hat tip to the entire Mario franchise. Yeah. yeah. Like, Except for the new ones. New ones are... Like the new sports games? Yeah, not as, not as bad. Oh, you mean like not, the, not the, as good. the Mario Sonic Olympics well, stuff? There's like a new Mario Tennis that's garbage. And, well, the, uh, they're, the newest Mario Tennis is a little bit more back to the roots. That's coming out in June. Yeah, it's one, that one's not out yet. Yeah, that one's Aces. But yeah, the one that came out for the Wii U wasn't that great. But the, Super Mario Strikers Charged. Yeah. yeah. Talk about a great game. Mario Golf. Mario Golf is always fantastic. Oh, so good. The original yeah. Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah. so good. And for as terrible of a system and dangerous for your eyes as it was, Mario Tennis for the Virtual Boy was good. Just the Virtual Boy was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Red and black. Yeah. Up close to your eyes. Everyone cool? Cool. We're good. Not just red and black lasers <laughs> <laughs> this is the downside of the no prep top five is because i keep thinking of new and amazing games i know right yeah um yeah. so super mario sluggers fantastic there's also like there's like an rpg element to it too where you have to run around and like find things and do tasks to get all the characters so you got the aluminum bat i remember in college uh me and my friend, you know, we went to different colleges, but his house was like central to both of our schools. So like when we would both get out of class, I'd go over to his house and we would just have day-long home run derbies in, yes. in this game. And it was amazing. Oh, and then there's like Donkey Kong characters in there too, yep. including King K. Rule and yeah. like Funky Kong, who we just refer to as Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a good game. It's a good game. All right, now on to the the in no particular order um some of these jerks already said NFL Blitz, not as part of theirs, but just mentioning it. <laughs> NFL Blitz is just phenomenal. And to a lesser degree, I think they had like NFL Street mm -hmm. later on. Yep. Yep. That was fun as well. But different just, different company, but yeah. There was like NBA Street as well. Yes. Yeah, that NBA, one was kind of NFL, fun. NHL, and FIFA. Yes. There was NHL Street. I think there was one, but I may be making it up. Yeah. Maybe making it up. Hold on. I, I, I vaguely remember that. I have to look up NHL Street right now. Well, while everybody is looking at their phones, I'll continue the podcast. <laughs> um, I don't really need to say more about NFL Blitz. We already talked about it. Everybody knows NFL Blitz. There was not an NHL Street. There was not an NHL Street, guys. It wasn't going to be. There was NHL Hits. Oh. Yes, there was NHL Hits, which is the Blitz yeah. game. 
So Blitz is two. Three is NBA Jam once again. Billy, I hate you. <laughs> and I mean, if I, I don't play sports, I don't care about sports, but I've played a surprising amount of sports games, but not enough of them to like make me care about them enough to put them on this. It was back when like you just went to Blockbuster and got what you could get for the weekend. So I ended up playing a lot of like baseball and basketball games for that. Um, I'm going to have to say, honestly, Wii Sports Resort. Wii Sports is fun. It is. It like, you got is. bowling, you got tennis. Uh, I'm just going to go on the blanket of, like, the, the Wii brand games, because the Wii Fit stuff as well. Yeah. I played mm-hmm. a lot of Wii Fit. There's a, I mean, the the long jump for, like, the skiing on the Wii Fit. Super fun and impossible to figure out. Uh, just lots of cool, fun things on those Wii games. What is that? Three or four? What are we at? Four? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> let's call this five. If it isn't five, I'm going to have to go with WrestleMania 2000 or WWE. Does WCW No Mercy? WWE No uh, Mercy. WWE No Mercy. What was the WCW one? WCW and Re- Revenge. Yes. So those three combined as one Good package choice, deal because they're all the exact same game. Um, well, yeah, I, well, without Revenge, there's no WrestleMania 2000 or right. No Mercy. Same, same engine same everything just different branding yeah it's just it's basically one two three but those games i spent hours hours with my friend joey in middle school whose house was disgusting (laughs) playing i'm talking burger king rappers everywhere and a dog (laughs) that they did not clean up after enough but he was like he was my buddy and i could go hang out uh we played so much wrestlemania 2000 and it was just just the easiest simplest most fun just turn your brain off and play a wrestling game game yeah so i loved it It was before you had to do like all these complex moves to do anything you didn't need to remember a lot no you remembered grab them wiggle the stick you did your special move grab them hit b you did whatever guys hold on i have to intervene i'm gonna call a special session of the court to order um judge archiello will be the impartial judge oh, Lord. <laughs> uh i believe i have uh encountered uh the defendant okay so i'm scott making a was, list on my phone scott as was I'm thinking about it scott was prepping to be fair this is his topic he's had time to prep for like a week and i haven't I think there's nothing wrong with during the podcast thinking of your your choices. I, I don't think I think there I think that breaks the spirit of the no prep top top five. I disagree. Moving on. I mean, <laughs> Hunter already broke one of Scott's rules. He picked a wrestling game. No, he, he said wrestling games are fine. No, he said wrestling games are fine. He said he'll even include wrestling. That's games. all. Shocked there wasn't one on you. Yeah, we were all shocked there was. You, I thought sh- you said no wrestling. Just like. <laughs> Yeah. Rewind, rewind. Billy this has to replace one of his. Billy's got to find a spot for no mercy. <laughs> this has turned into such a train wreck. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, cool bird is two. Get the fuck out. It's, it's <laughs> no mercy. Yeah, okay. no mercy goes in there. So now done. Continue. I'm sorry. So with the exception of Wii games, Billy's and mine are the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we've got Super Mario, uh, Sluggers, Blitz, uh, just the Wii sports games in general. Uh, no mercy, WrestleMania 2000, Revenge, and whatever was the other one that I said, which I'm sure was one. Uh, Scott. So, continue with the blasphemy of me thinking about this 90 seconds before I start. <laughs> you had, you've been, you, oh. I did, to be fair, I didn't prepare for my no prep top five. I yeah. purposefully did not. Yes, Scott. Scott just forgot. Yes, I, Scott. I literally, like, just now before my turn, I was like, I should think of some things. But that's, but that's prep. Anyway. Um, I mean, we all think about it before it's our turn. Right. Yeah. Right, but we don't write it down. 
It has to just mull around in the, the nebulous of area of you your are brain. Splitting is incredible. <laughs> just go Billy's off your little you, blasphemous you, list. Billy's looking at you with crazy eyes. All right, so I'll um, allow it. Continue, Mister. Uh, <laughs> I almost said your last name. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Continue, Mister. Scott. <laughs> um, Mr. Scott. <laughs> so, um, what's probably my favorite sports game of all time? Uh, as I already mentioned, and that's SSX three. Um, we don't need to discuss it too much. There's one thing I'd like to mention uh, is that this was an open world snowboarding game. Like you could start at the top of the mountain and play every race between you or every course between you and the bottom of the mountain. Like hmm. you could you skied but, or you snowboarded between trails to, to get to the, the different courses. Like it was spectacular. It would literally take you like 35 minutes to go from the top of the mountain to the bottom. Doesn't Steep do that too now? The, the the game that's got released recently from Ubisoft? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that was in like 2005. Yeah. Um, so SSX3 is huge. Um, although Tony Hawk 3 is probably my favorite, I'll put 2 on my list. Um, 2 was so influential. It had it just as good of a soundtrack with Rage Against the Machine and Lagwagon. Um, I think there was a Swing and Utters song on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really great soundtrack. It uh, introduced the revert and the manual, which was <gasps> huge. Yes. That literally changed the series. Yeah. Um, so I might enjoy three a little bit more, but I think two is uh, just as influential and honestly just about as good. I hate to interject too, but the Tony Hawk series uh, gave me the musical tastes that I have. Oh, yeah. I, I had no, a lot of people. I had no, like, way to be exposed to punk rock music or ska or a lot of that stuff. And then you you play Tony Hawk 1 and Goldfinger Superman comes yeah, on. Right. And I'm like, this is my life now. <laughs> this <laughs> is it. There were so many bands in 1, too, that, especially you and I are the same age. Like, yeah. at that point in our lives, there was no way somebody, what, that was 96, I think? Something like that. 96 or 7, yeah. yeah. No There's later no than way eight. at 10 or 11 years old we knew who the suicidal tendencies were. Right. There's no <laughs> way. And I, I heard Psycho Vision in the game. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, would have probably been like, holy shit, this is amazing. You don't know when I dropped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it more like, gee, Willikers, this yeah, yeah. is so great, guys. Is my mom around? <laughs> holy Holy God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, just the soundtracks from the Tony Hawk games. What, two had, like you said, the lag wagon. One of them had like CKY. That was three. That was three. That was three. Mm-hmm. Just like you, you learned new and interesting hot water music. Yep. yep. Just Primus. 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 Yeah, the, the Vandals. The Vandals uh, right yep. there. Yep. And then the stuff that you would have known was still killer, like Gorilla Radio yeah. by uh, Rage Against the Machine. Power Man 5000. Power Man Motorhead. Yeah, yes. Spades by oh, Motorhead. Oh, Spades. Oh, so good. Yeah. Rest in peace, what's his face? Lemmy. Uh, Lemmy. What's his face? <laughs> Jesus. That's what it says on the tombstone, guys. <laughs> anyway, back to yeah. Scott. Uh... I think on number three will be NFL Blitz 2000 specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jaguars are almost unstoppable <laughs> in that game, which makes me so happy. Um, Wait, you like the Jacksonville Jaguars? The 2020 Super Bowl champions, the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Take it to the ship. Wardles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wardles. Wardles. What's his name? Bortles. 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 My, my twirly boy. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> he did a real great spin move once. Oh, okay. 
Is that all you need for Jacksonville is you do something one time and it's like, oh man, they did a thing. It's a, you know what's, I don't know We're not going to get off in this tangent because it'll go very long. Um, (laughs) So NFL Blitz 2000, uh, John Elway and Terrell Davis were still on the Broncos. You know, the 49ers were amazing too. The The Vikings, Randy Moss is on the Vikings. It was just a super, super great game with some great teams. Yeah. Uh, Put way too many hours into it. (laughs) Uh, That was three. That was three. Mm -hmm. Four, I'm going to throw in a curveball that no one's probably expecting. Super Baseball 2020. It's a baseball game for the Super Nintendo, shocker. Yeah. That takes place in the future, shocker. Um, but you're like robots playing baseball. Yes. And it was basically the exact same game as the King, King Griffey Jr. game. Yes. Um, but robots. So mm. obviously better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just a super fun. It, it did the same thing where like uh, A would be first base, yeah. X would be second base. Um, so it was really simple and easy to pick up. Um, just a, a really great fun game all around. Um, number five. Number five. Oh, man. See, this is why making a list doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you need to consult your notes? I will allow you to consult your notes. Thanks, Hunter. There's a T in my name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, uh, Mario Tennis 64. Yeah, yeah. The, nice. the amount of time that I put into Mario Potato 64 for never owning the game until like the last couple of years <laughs> because it was like $75 always. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was in, you know, the late 90s. Uh, but man, that was just the greatest game. Super fun. Um, Beautiful controls. Koopa Troopa's my boy. That's what started my <laughs> love of Koopa Troopa. Yes. Um, or Paratrooper, what I guess it was, but Paratrooper and Koopa Troopa and Mario Kart. Um, just spectacular tennis game super fun uh great great time all around nice yeah yeah so those are those are my five i'm pretty sure that game was made by camelot the all of the mario tennis games yeah it was a super amazing series but that was our no prep top five scott Thank you so much. That was a good one. And now the gaze. I I love I love the spectrum from from the groans and the (laughs) anger (laughs) to to the enjoyment. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. And now we turn our gaze to a one Mr. Billy son. Wait, why are we all looking at me? Because you're the next note prep top five. Oh, I thought there was another segment. I'm like, I have nothing. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're you're just the next no prep top five. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. So in July, when we do the next episode, <laughs> I will be prepared. Well, I think the next time we meet, we'll get to talk a little bit about MegaCon, probably. Yeah, yeah MegaCon's this weekend, so we'll have some time. That'll be and a good time. Scott, you're not fleeing the country anytime soon, right? No, because I'm having surgery, so I can't fly for four to six weeks. Ooh, oh, we should do an episode sweet. after surgery. That'll be fun. Ooh. <laughs> I will be in Jacksonville. We're not doing Boo. this. Skype. Oh, drugged up Skype Scott. My parents won't love me anymore for the things that I say. (laughs) I think this is a plus. So everyone's got that to look forward to. But until then, thank you for listening. This has been And These Are Mine. My name's Chris. I'm Scott. I'm Hunter. And I'm Billy. We'll see you guys next time.